Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. And now, here is your host, the lovely, delightful, insightful, and all-around great gal, Ms. Barbara DeLong. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Nightlight. Michelle and I are really, really glad you're all here because, of course, this is one of those evenings when Michelle gets to to show everybody what what years and years of study and 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 work and dedication can can do with one if you study astrology, you know, from from dusk till dawn for almost every moment of your life. Um, it is definitely being an astrologer or one who is gifted in that particular area is a lifetime's work. And she has certainly not only dedicated her life to it, but expanding upon those talents and gifts so that she gives a multitude of modalities into everything that she does. And uh, she is absolutely one of the most remarkable people I have ever met. And I am so very delighted that she has decided to gift me with her presence and you. So welcome to the show, Michelle. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> I don't know there if you, you can hear me or not, though. I ha- This is the first connection. Oh, yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Goody. Wow. <laughs> I am so impressed with how impressed I should be impressed about me. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'm. I know, you know, you have you have a lot of gifts in one area and then suddenly you find an area like the techie stuff where not so much. <laughs> <gasps> oh yeah. Everybody's yeah. gotta have a few holes, you know? <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. I I used to say that when we were when we incarnated on the earth plane, we had a level of technology that we would be able to absorb and then after that forget it, it's next lifetime. Um <laughs> And and we've already gone through at least five lifetimes in our version. <laughs> yeah, I'm afraid I have too. I mean, I have to. You know, maybe we're like cats and we've got nine lives or something. Because every time I think I've reached the point to where I just can't cope with any more of this stuff, suddenly you're forced to, and it's like, all right, that wasn't so bad after all. So you know, we we keep going. I have to ask you: a second volcano has erupted. Is, wow. is 
is is the is the Hawaii volcano and this other volcano? I mean, this is it's not the Ring of Fire by any means, but I mean, did the stars? I mean, it was was something like this in the stars for us to have, you know, well, volcanoes erupting? Yeah, you have Uranus active. Uranus is at one degree of Taurus, and when it entered Taurus, of course, it was activating uh, a fixed star. And you've got a combination of things happening as we go forward. It's um, eruptions are on the horizon. You know, Saturn is in in her own rulership, but at the same time, anytime you get activation of Saturn from Uranus or from Jupiter and Uranus, and then add a little Mars in there, like right now you have Mars activating Saturn, uh, that that can be very explosive. Uh, Saturn represents the Earth. And when you have Uranus activating her, uh, you have sudden changes in the Earth. When you have Mars also involved, you have um, explosive or um, like gunshots out of the Earth. And uh, and when you add Jupiter to the mix, then you have extra large combinations. It increases well, everything. So, I yeah, know that when, <laughs> when when I did the overview for 2018. I know I mentioned volcanoes, and I specifically mentioned Vesuvius. And, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't want anybody to get hurt or, or lavaed or anything like that. But I, I have a feeling that this, this is only the beginning, that we're going to see more volcanoes erupting that have been dormant for a very long time. I don't think you're wrong. I think you are right. And, uh, you know, the Earth... When we have these five planets now in feminine signs, we have a natural magnetism or activation of the Earth itself, and it's an activation of a kind of healing process for the Earth. So when we see eruptions and we think how horrible they are for us, it's also a point of healing for the Earth. When Mother Earth uh, shoots lava out, she reclaims the Earth. You know, she covers up those things that we've been building or that we've been storing or that we have created, and she takes it back. So, well, isn't it also uh, a re- isn't it also a release of pressure? Because when I blow my top, <laughs> uh, you know, I let go of tension and pressure and stress. So, in a way, the volcanoes erupting could they be preventing other more dramatic events that might have taken place? It's possible. I think, you know, the eruptions have a lot to do, as you said, with pressure. And where is the pressure coming from? You have a a lot of people doing things to Mother Earth that are not healthy for her. So it creates tremendous pressure. And it's a combination of so many things right now. To put your finger on just one, I mean, a simple one would be saying fracking, fracking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, It's digging a deep hole. It's drilling a hole very deep into the earth but on top of drilling it then we take wastewater and we throw it into her watershed and that wastewater is absolutely poison and so you know i can't remember the outrageous number of uh, pieces of plastic that are uh, being found on the shores every single day of the year uh from the ocean we it's just you know we're 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 suffocating all kinds of sea life and birds. Um, 
with the plastics. We we just are really in a space where the fact that she's erupting is just really it's it's not to be surprising. It's she's got to do something. <laughs> she's well, got to she, do something. She got my attention. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's it's sad that it's uh, Hawaii because we all absolutely adore Hawaii and um but Kalauea she she is the great goddess, you know, and uh she she is certainly has something to say about what this planet was happening on this planet. So I'm not yeah. surprised. And, and you know, years ago when we had a an energy experience where Mount Shasta was involved. I remember going up there and the mountain just spoke to me and and showed me the connections between all these amazing mountains that we think of as just mountains, but they're not. They're great beings who are guardians in these places. And uh, it showed me the connection and I followed the connection all over the world. It was absolutely amazing and fascinating. So when you have an eruption of volcano you have a statement going on i mean shasta is is a dormant volcano <laughs> uh-huh. you have a yeah, statement uh-huh. of one spiritual entity one guardian speaking to another and across the world out loud um really I, fascinating i i certainly hope people pay attention we, we have a ton of people in line here so I just I okay. had to get my two cents in here. <laughs> we, we, are, are you are you ready to go? Oh, oh, certainly, certainly. I'm all okay. I'm always. <laughs> okay, we've got Sandy first up. Hi, Andy. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fine. How are you? We're doing well. Go, so Michelle. Tell us, yeah, tell us your date of birth. I didn't catch your name. Uh, uh, Sandy, and it's six. Uh, six twenty-four fifty-two. So happy birthday, uh, six twenty-four, nineteen fifty-two. And do you know the time of your birth? I don't know the time. I know where, but okay. Well, we're just going to give you a noon chart, unless you know that you were born early in the morning or late at night or something. And where were you born? Okarchi, Oklahoma. Okay, you'll have to spell that. I'm not sure I understood what you said, so. O-C-A-R-C-H-E. O-C-A-R-C-H-E. Okay. (laughs) Okay, yes, okay, that's right, that's Oklahoma. Okay, I'm not spelling it right, or my computer doesn't O-K-A-R-C-H-E. Okay, that's what I did wrong. I thought you said O-C-A-R. That's what's wrong with that. Okie Got it. So let's go forward and take a look. Yeah, uh, timing won't... Uh, unfortunately, I can't really tell timing when I look at uh, a chart without the correct time. So, But we'll, huh. we'll, we can tell you, so we'll work with it. So tell me what area you're, you know, you might want me to lead, try to focus on. Mm. I just, I'm not real sure. Okay, well, we'll just kind of take a look. Right now you've got Pluto in the sky making an opposition to Mercury, so there may be a, a struggle with getting your thoughts out there. And... And at the same time, it, 
be also sometimes uh, in balancing them, uh, careful not to explode with them. But uh, that's a sometimes a challenge. And and I, if I had the houses, I'd say most likely this is a statement that information regarding uh, family uh, have to do with your father and your mother um, might be surfacing for you, might be exploring that. Your thoughts might be going in those directions, trying to uh, understand or or figure out more of who you are, why you are, who you are, who they were. That's part of that opposition that's going on. So you might be experiencing some of that. Let's see what else is in here that's noticeable. You know, that Pluto is also square your part of fortune. That's kind of interesting. It's not direct right now, but it's going to go direct. Um, I think it goes direct. I want to say July, but I could be off there. Can uh, I add something here? Yeah, go ahead. September, September 30th, um, so I'm going to throw one thing out before you add that. Uh, okay. Is that when Pluto is making that direct square to your uh, part of fortune, I would pull a lottery ticket. <laughs> for September the 30th? Uh, I would do it the day before. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm on my mother's see... birthday. Oh, isn't I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, this is a time of, of reconstructing a lot of stuff. It feels like you're reshifting stuff. It feels like you're almost redefining yourself. And it's like there's a new phase of life here for you. and And there may be um, a, a, an element of unsettlement and confusion, especially over the summertime, but it does feel as though by the time you get to September, you have a much better focus. I think it's a very exciting time for you, and yet I feel you're still in a little bit of confusion, so you don't feel excited yet. Can you quite relate to that? Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm uh, getting my studio together, sort of, and I'm still having to deal with my dad, mm-hmm. and you know. Yeah, this uh, statement here about your dad is also noticeable. Uh, there's a whole statement there uh, because Saturn right now is on top of you. It's hitting uh, a spot right between your two Chirons, and Chiron is where we're most wounded. And as a result of the wound, we heal, work on healing ourselves, and then are capable of healing others or teaching others how to heal themselves. And your Chiron is in Capricorn. Uh, Capricorn a lot of time has to do with uh, structure and discipline and authority figures in positions of authority. A lot of the time fathers are older male people. And uh, so you have been wounded in some way by them. Not having the house, I can't define that too much more. But the fact that Saturn is sitting on top uh, and it has been for a little while uh, because it, it's it, it, because of the space between your two chirons, which is three degrees. It's almost four. And uh, this is a period of time where you are having to work with your father. There may be responsibilities that make you feel like all of the wounds that you have had regarding people in positions of authority or all the responsibilities you had are now on top of you all over again. And uh, Saturn will turn around and we'll get off of this Chiron here coming up, uh, but it's 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 still a little bit of a ways off. Does that make sense to you? It sort of does, and 
uh, my dad's birthday is eight thirteen twenty five, and he was uh, born in Pocasset, Oklahoma. <laughs> mm. I have to go over to go look. I, I don't. I don't have our time doesn't allow me to go back in and put another date in because I won't have both charts up at the same time. So that kind of limits me. But Saturn will go direct on the 6th of September. And when it goes direct, uh, it'll only be at two degrees. So it's going to go back over. By the time we get to the beginning of next year, you should start to feel a whole new level of relief from this experience. Yeah, absolutely. I'm seeing that that up, you know, November, December, there's a lot of stuff going on. She's doing a lot of... um, questioning and challenging of herself, which is a good thing to do. Just don't overdo it. But after the first of the year, that's when things absolutely open up and flow. There's rebirth of a new element of you. Abundance comes in on new levels. Some legalities are taken care of in the April time frame, And there's a commitment to the spiritual creative nature of you. Um, there's a, it's a whole new life. So um, it, it, it looks like you're, you're taking care of a lot of stuff up to the, the end of the year and then once the beginning of next year starts, that's when life starts to really unfold and blossom for you. And I'm oh, going to that'll add, be a relief. Yeah, and I'm going to add one more thing that um, I've added some of the dwarf planets now into my view, and uh, I have Eris in your chart, and she is directly in a square to your Chiron. So here where Saturn is on top of Chiron, it's also square your Eris. Eris is the part of you, and this may explain some of this. Eris is the part of any of us that is the, the female warrior, the woman who has to be strong, the woman who is uh, ready to strike out and take action. And to have your Chiron squared is a real clear statement that where you are most deeply wounded is in your own ability to be the strong, independent woman who will have your say beyond what anyone in any position of authority dares to tell you. So uh, all of this is what you're going through now to rediscover that strength of who you are. That would that would be very much explained because I, uh, this last year and a half, I've had to step on a few toes. It's okay. You need to. That and, I, you... and I've stepped on them rather well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for you. Indeed. You know, eight degrees, you eight degrees is a very balanced number. So you had that. And you were born with Eris directly opposing Saturn. So it, this is this is historic, no question about it. It's like you came in to this physical body in order to to reassess the power of woman. Wow. Yeah, and I I think I I would say that's a good statement because, like I say, starting the last two years, I really stepped on a few toes, including my brother and his wife's, and a little bit of my dad's. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I didn't back off. Well, that's good. I think that's healthy. Yeah, Michelle, you know, we got to move on. I know you. Okay. Um, I wish you the very best. Take care of yourself. Okay. Make sure you stay strong. Don't let anybody make you less. Okay. 
I appreciate it. Thanks for calling, Sandy. Take mm-hmm. care. Okay, we've got <clears throat> we've got June on the line. Hi, June. How's it going? Hi. How's it doing? Doing well. Good. What's your date of birth, June? Yeah. Um, June sixth, nineteen sixty-three. Happy birthday! Another birthday, Thank lady. Wow, we <laughs> yours is right around the corner. And what time were you born? Ten twenty p.m. Ten. 20 p.m. And where were you born? East Patchogue, New York. East. I didn't catch the the second word. Pat, uh, Patchogue. Oh, yeah, I, I know how to spell this. Okay. I just okay. couldn't understand what you said. That's all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I I, I was raised in New York, and we'll okay. just see why. <laughs> Uh, and we used to go out out to the island there to uh, go fishing. My dad would take us fishing, and and I'm not. It's not coming up right. So let me go one more time. Why she's not bringing it up? My computer. Maybe I need a new computer. Oh God, don't say that. That would not be nice. <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you have to get new computers. <laughs> Bite your tongue. Actually, <laughs> it's not coming up, and I don't know why. Huh. All right, go ahead and spell it. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, it's P-A-T-C-H-O-G-U-E. C-H-O-U-G-U-E. Okay, well, that's we'll try it again, but we don't know why. It wouldn't come up east. East wasn't coming up anywhere. It's still not coming up. Oh. I wonder if I just put in Patchaw. Or maybe it could be, um, I thought it was East Patchaw. Maybe it's Brookhaven. Try Brookhaven. Oh, Brookhaven. That's should Brookhaven def- Hospital. Okay, let's try that. Let's try that. Brookhaven, Suffolk, New York. That's the one we want. Very good. Hey, there you go. <laughs> I, I think it was the East was throwing it off. Who knows? Yeah, I think so. Uh, it just refused to go to anything East. All righty. <laughs> now I have a chart for you, and I'm so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you've had Pluto going over your ascendant. That's not always easy. Um, have you changed the way you dress? Have you changed the color of your hair? Have you gotten a little creative? Yes. <laughs> That's what happens with Pluto. We, we don't want to die, so we just transform our bodies. And that's a good thing. Uh, but it is also going over your south node, so it could be digging up all kinds of issues from uh, past lives, past life events, uh, things that you kind of, especially that older people might have told you about how you should look. So you might right. be in a zone where you're saying, I'm not doing that anymore. Let's see here. Uh, what, no, what I'm actually letting to... the gray come in. I don't care. Let the gray come in. Go for it. <laughs> I, I don't believe in dyeing my hair, but then, you know, I'm really lucky. My hair is still really dark. <laughs> I am oh, lucky. lucky. I am. I know. My sisters went went white at 24, so Ooh, you've wow, got uh, your progressed sun is at eight degrees of Leo, and the nodes are going over that, too, so it's pushing you. 
um, you you can find yourself maybe getting out and and uh, connecting more. Uh, when we have the sun in Leo, we wanna we wanna have fun and get out and socialize and just kind of party a little. So the mm-hmm. north top is really trying to pull you away from the old established responsibility stuff and telling you you can have a little more freedom. And uh, so I hope you're following that. That should be a good thing. Yes. Let's see what else is going on here. And I I keep saying, is there something you want me to look at? Because, you know, I'll run around the chart and just see what I see. (laughs) Oh, right now Uranus is actually activating your natal Uranus in a very excellent trine. So there is opportunity for you now to... uh, Open up possibilities, and if you wanted a mortgage or you wanted to do something with taxes or you wanted to do something with uh, opening up the door to understanding after life, um, what's beyond, what's the power, all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. could be opened up for you. And it's coming through your uh, house of communication, so you may have uh, be connecting with people like us, crazy people, wild people. (laughs) Uh, who will open doors for you to see more of what's possible. Uh, it's also making a trying to Mars in this house. And, uh, and, and Mars, of course, is your energy. And you've always been, like, really kind of detail-oriented. You haven't been, like, wild at all. All this Virgo stuff going on in there where you should be have a little bit of wildness, you have none going on there. So it's it's... it's <laughs> Trying to free you up. Everything is, looks looks like they're trying to free you up. Um, yes. It's that point in time for you. And there was something I wanted to see with that. Oh yeah, there it was. Oh yeah, it's all in your house. It's all coming through communication. So you know, it's up to you what you do. I mean, you're doing it now. You called, and that's huge. You know, not everybody even gets through. So that's fabulous. Okay. That's taking action with communication. Right. And the is a house of uh, inheritances, too, so there could be something that may come through suddenly and unexpectedly. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, people don't have to always die for you to get an inheritance. Uh, I hate when people jump to that conclusion, but there's something there, and it's out of the blue that something could open up for you. And uh, And it doesn't have to be. It doesn't look like it's necessarily money, although it could be because Uranus does rule house of money, but uh, it could also be more likely some kind of communication that clears things up for you, that gives you a whole new sense of freedom, uh, a greater understanding of where you, where the details are. And, and if you do inherit something, it would be something very physical, probably not money. It would be probably property from the looks of it. Oh, yeah, it's definitely good. And, and maybe a little dog. So, oh, good. <laughs> I like <Little>. animals. <laughs> yeah, well, it'd be a little dog. It wouldn't surprise me. So that's active right now, and that'll be active for a little while. It's going to take. When, when I say something where we talk about outer planets like this, where it's Uranus to Uranus or Uranus to Mars, uh, which is not an outer planet, Mars isn't. But it takes. That's what we call. That's what I call a loaded gun. Okay, it's a loaded action, but it takes something else to pull the trigger to activate it. So uh, okay. you've got the – it's loaded right now, so it's going to take 
you know, the action of traveling Mars or traveling Mercury, Mars, and, and, and Venus or the moon in combination. And uh, okay. so I'm just curious to see who, who might give you a little trigger. Uh, Venus is going to come forward and could trigger it. That would be uh, about a month, uh, two months away, a month and a half, two months away, something like that. And uh, we've got another trigger. Well, you know, you're, Saturn. Saturn is going retrograde. It is retrograde, and it's going to station. i to go look again on my brain. I've got it dancing all over the place. But uh, it's going to station on September the 6th. And when it stations, it stations at two degrees. So it's really close, really close. I'd say a few days before, maybe... <clears throat> depending on where the moon is on those days or Venus and so forth. But I think you've got something really loaded for that time frame. Let us know, September 5th. We'll probably be back on the air around that time, too, so call in and let us know. (laughs) Yes, I will. No problem. Is there anything else that I see that I need to tell you about? I'm sure. You know I have the ability to talk for hours on one chart, but <laughs> I'm never allowed to. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Check uh, out. I, I am. Not, even even when people pay me, I can only spend so much time. What is in her 12th house? I see 12th house activity here. Saturn is traveling through her 12th house. We just okay. talked about that. And uh, and that comes right back to the main main thing that we talked about when we first opened the chart up. And you know, Saturn is people in positions of authority, and uh, going through the twelfth house is about responsibilities from the past and and issues from the past and issues regarding people in positions of authority or people like uh, a father or a grandfather, older people. I see her needing to tie up loose ends too. That that makes good sense. Uh, I don't. I do see a trying. You know, when when Saturn stations on the sixth of September, it will then go forward and it will recreate these uh, degrees that it's in right now. And when it hits nine degrees, which it's not going to hit until uh, probably December or so, when it does, it's going to make a direct trying to Pluto. And here we go again, back in the eighth house. <laughs> And uh, there's a statement there that uh, there could be uh, an ending and as a result of an ending in inheritance. So uh, that is possible at that point in time. So is your dad still alive? No, my mother is. Oh, your mom. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, it's a little hard to tell. <clears throat> um Gender. Sometimes uh, Saturn actually is the ruler of Capricorn, and Capricorn is actually a feminine sign. Though when we think of Saturn, because it's the disciplinarian, we usually consider it male. So it's very interesting to try to figure the gender. <clears throat> Michelle, does it have to be? Does it have to be a person? A relative? Could it be? Could it be an aspect of herself that is? Sure. She's putting away. And birthing a new aspect of herself that brings her greater abundance. That's absolutely uh, absolutely uh, possible. Not only is it possible, uh, 
as Saturn gets to that nine-degree mark, it's going to be in what we call a high leg to the ascendant. So it will be activating the ascendant. So you are actually, what happens when Saturn goes over our ascendant, we kind of feel old, we feel cold, we don't feel jovial. And so I normally tell my clients when I see that, you know, you have to practice laughter, joy, and having fun till Saturn gets well into that second house. Uh, into that first house, so you know. And if I go forward, I think I will just go forward a little because I really want to see when it does that. And and here it is at 11 degrees. It's already passed the nine degree mark by the time we get to January, and your ascendant is 14. So when we go to uh, February, at the beginning of February, uh, Saturn has just entered your first house. So the worst of it is over by then. Uh, once it passes the ascendant, uh, it's downhill from there. Uh, it's not as hard. It's when it approaches that we have to deal with a lot of things. And uh, and then it's going to go retrograde in May or at the end of April next year. I don't have the exact date. But when it does, it's going to activate that south node. So it's activating the south and the north node, and here again, this is you digging into the past and and uh, working on understanding uh, what 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 did I come here to master? What have I mastered in past lives? What am I? What do I need to master in this life? And it's about you really personally when we work with things on the ascendant. So. Um, you know, you're not free and clear of everything, but it goes a lot easier once Saturn has gone over that cusp. Uh, so the challenges start to get lighter, and that would be the end of April, beginning of May. Yeah, when oh. it we got to move. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thanks a lot. Very Thanks for calling, June. Okay. Have a wonderful night. You too. Bye-bye. Thank you. Happy birthday. I love Gemini. Yeah, it's really cool. There's a lot going on there. I'm I'm sorry I had to move you on, but I have I know, to move I you know. on. Okay, we got Rose here. Hi Rose. Hi Rose. We're on the air. Hi. How you how you doing? Um that act June's actually my twin sister. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Oh my! So you could probably continue on. I just kept this up there. What time were you born, June? Uh, uh, well, I'm Rose. No, this is oh, you're Rose. Rose. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, I was born 20 minutes later. My mother had a hard, pro- you know, hard time with us. We were breach. So, um, yeah. So, 40. and I, yeah. I, I, I don't have her everything back up there. What year were you guys born? Uh, 63. 63. Okay. Yeah, and that was a full moon. That's so oh, yeah. cool. That's not mm-hmm. unusual, you know. I mean, that tends to activate uh, all the um, ability to give birth kind of comes does during 20 minute, Does 20 minutes make that big a difference? Because I'm seeing a completely different chart here. Uh, 20 minutes changes things. It's not, it doesn't change change everything but all you have to do is push one planet into the next house and you've made uh, you could make a, a significant change and in this case 
Pluto, uh, Mars, Uranus, they're in different houses. They've moved. So when you uh, look at the sky at night, they were getting ready to set, and Pluto is still in the eighth, but now Mars and Uranus are in the seventh, so they're different. Uh, the south node sits almost almost on the ascendant. And, of course, everything that I said to June, uh, some of this stuff happens later. Some of it's still happening because it's activating the planets the same way in terms of those dates. But when I talked about Saturn going over the ascendant, uh, this takes a lot longer for Rose because it's not going to go over the ascendant when I said. Her ascendant is 19 degrees of Capricorn versus, uh, I I can't even remember what... uh, what June's was, but it was a lot earlier than this. And what happens is for every four minutes, we move right. a degree on the ascendant. So uh, if you're 20 minutes later, we've moved what? Uh, what's four into 20? I should get that easily. Five, five. right? Yeah. <laughs> so you've got five degree difference. So, so Yeah. So five degrees is going to make a big difference in terms of time because it takes time for the planets to move. Right. And then the fact that you've got uh, different planets in different houses, that indicates that your connections may have a lot of similarities because you have similar planets. Uh, Your planets are similar. The moon is going to be uh, different. How different... um, uh, you've got the moon at 12 degrees of Sag. I think your sister is also in Sag, but uh, a bit earlier. So okay. you, you still will yeah, love it. Sounded, uh, uh, some of the things that you said resonated with me. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but um, so when we look. Kinda, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. When we look at your chart in terms of activation, you still have Uranus making that wonderful trine to Uranus, just as your sister has, except your Uranus is in the seventh house. So where I had talked to her about maybe an inheritance, I'm not seeing that for you. No, <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that, but it's not in there. <laughs> I want that inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you All right. have that. Which means right. you still have a doorway that opens up, and there's still information, but it's information that comes in is about relationships, connections that you've had on a very, on a one-on-one level with others. Uh, suddenly, that doorway opens, and you may find yourself connecting more uh, with people uh, than you have in the past. You find yourself talking more or connecting in some other fashion. So. Mm-hmm. Um, that and and you know with the the north node and south node activating, let's see if they're activating in your chart. They they were activating in hers, so I'm making an assumption which I should never do. Um, you have Mars very close right now. Mars in the sky is close to your south node, so you've got a, a statement going on, and and uh, the south node is still uh, in your chart. It's making a quincunx action to Pluto, so. You've got some kind of stress over something uh, that may have to do with a a major transformation. And I don't know if it is a surgery or if it has to do with uh, someone in your family um, or control or 
of assets in some way, someone that you share assets with or someone who has control over assets. And a lot of the time when we talk about merging of assets, it can be anything from, you know, the tax man uh, to the mortgage broker to a bank account to family who shares assets. <laughs> so it's right, right. a lot of ways that that happens. But the quin- quincunx action is indicative that there can be stress as a result of trying to figure out, do I do it this way, do I do it that way, and there's a going back and forth, and it becomes very yeah. stressful. And right, what I yeah. I, I can relate to that. Okay. Yeah. So what I what I highly recommend is that you just make sure you're breathing when you start thinking <laughs> on the and and uh oh, always a good thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, what it does is it helps you detach from the crazy brain that takes off, and uh, yeah. and uh, work on grounding and balance a little bit before you uh, try to get into details. And uh, you like your sister right. both have. Pluto in the Virgo, and uh, that's all details. It's like, oh, yeah, let's dig it up. Let's dig up every single little yeah. piece of paper that we've ever shared together. <laughs> oh, Lord. Right, right. I got you. I understand. <laughs> okay. That's true. Yeah, so that, that, that is the picture. Do you see uh, anything in my career uh, chart? I don't know if you have a chart for that. Oh, career. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. No, I have the chart in front of me. So, okay. Uh, you have Scorpio at the midheaven, and and Jupiter has just gone over your midheaven. So some opportunity may have opened up for career, or if it hasn't, then let's take a look yeah. where the activation would come from. Uh, it, we would need it to really activate Mars. It should have done that um, when Jupiter first went in, which was back in April. Did you have any opportunity that opened up that, at that point in time? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, that's, I'm still working on it, yeah. That's when it would have come, and uh, at this point it's a 15, so it's not going to activate that Mars again. Now, on the other hand, Mars in the sky has the ability to activate uh, your Mars, and it will do that. And when it does, there could be a progression that gives you an additional advancement. Right now, Mars is not doing anything to help you. It's in a quincunx action, so it's been causing stress. Um, but Mars moves relatively rapidly, and I don't, I don't think it's going retrograde this year, but it might be. Let me go take a quick look. Uh, yes, it does. Son of a banana. I was hoping that was just going to be Venus, but it's not. Mars goes retrograde on the 26th. It goes, oh, yeah, you were asking me about the darn volcanoes. There you go. There's your date. You can write that one down. Okay, what That's- is it? Uh, June 25th, June 26th. And what's that um, mean? Mars is going to station. And when Mars stations and it's stationing at 29 Pisces, 36 minutes, which basically it's on ski at, uh, which means it's not just a volcano, it's a tsunami. Oof. Is it good or is that bad? <laughs> bad. Not good. Oh, it's bad. Oh. Unless it happens like in the Antarctic or something, which, oh. you know, and it could, oh, so it could. I don't have, I don't have the chart oh. for that date. I'd have to right, go right. look in, and then you try to figure out where on the planet it, the activation takes place. But, and that's a oh. challenge. But, oh. yeah, um, but since it is going to station and go retrograde, um, coming back to your chart, it's not giving you complete freedom till it turns around and goes back and goes back over and gets out of this quincunx action. So oh, okay. it has 
nine degrees for you to be free of uh, some of this stress. So you have to practice. When we're in zones where there's a lot of stress, we have to do good things for ourselves. You know, there are... You just have to remember, I'm in a period. Astrologers have a saying, if I can just get through this transit. <laughs> right, right. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> so self-care and stuff like that. Yeah. You mean like uh, uh, last ground? Laughing, grounding yeah. laughter. Those are the important things. You know, conversations with people who adore you, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. people never mm-hmm. judge no matter what you say to them, you can say, you know, you look disgusting today, and they'd say, can't you make a joke of that? I got you. come back. We, we got yeah. to move on, Michelle. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. okay. Thank you very much. Take care, Thank Rose. I have a good, all right, have a good night. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. Bye. How cool is that? Twins. Yeah, that was very cool. And their birthday is think... like in two days. That was a sweet gift. That that I don't think we've had twins before that actually both got on. No, I don't think so either. Huh. Well, we got Sharon here. I, I don't think she has a twin. Hi. Hi, Sharon. Hi. <laughs> Hi, how are you? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> uh my my birth date is April 16th, 1955 and I was born 4:45 p.m. Okay, April 16th, 1955, did you say? Mhm. Yes. And in New York City. Okay, and what in Manhattan? And and yeah. what time did you say? 4:45 p.m. 4:45 p.m. Oops. PM, not ohm. Okay, there we go. Man. Okie dokie. We're still in New York. We haven't left. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go take a look. And this is Sharon. Okie dokie. So, what's happening with Sharon? Beautiful Sharon. You have a Libra ascendant, so we know you're beautiful. You have Neptune. Bless, oh. <laughs> you're photogenic. Tell us more. Tell us what you want me to look at. Uh, Uranus is getting well. Ready. Maybe finances. I don't know. The first half of this year has gone really bad, so I'm just want to know if I'm going to be sailing in calmer waters. <laughs> the, you know the duration. Right, of the rest of the- yeah, Jupiter right now is right on top of your Saturn in the second house. Second house is our income. It's also the house of values and how do we spend our money. Uh, you having Saturn in, being born with Saturn in this house. And it being uh, in Scorpio, uh, which it's, uh, it's 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 it doesn't do terrible in Scorpio, but it's not the best sign for it. But nonetheless, uh, you're a person who probably tends to save money. You don't tell everybody where it is, and you don't tell everybody all the details. Um, but you know, Saturn here tells me you don't just spend like a, a, a like a loose person would spend. You're careful with your money. And having Jupiter on top of Saturn is kind of a strange statement in that it's a statement that says, okay, let's look at where we can spend now. Let's set, we have the structure, but how can we expand this income so we can build more structure? So Mm -hmm. uh, Jupiter should bring you something. Let me just take a look. Unfortunately, um, it's not really doing anything wonderful 
right away, but it will. It's not very far down the road. You were born with Jupiter in the 10th and at 21 degrees, and here it is at 15, and of course it's retrograde right now. So let us go over here and see how soon will Jupiter do. Well, of course it goes direct coming up here in uh, the end of this month, and uh, when it goes direct, it's going to start to activate yours. And it will activate it in late September, mid to late September. And when it does, that's a trine. That could open up a a wonderful opportunity for more money. It's going to definitely increase money. Mm -hmm. So that's good because it will clear your Saturn once it hits that 21 degrees. And let me just, I can probably whittle that down a little bit more. Unfortunately, I don't know why this program doesn't let me do weeks. It only lets me do days, (laughs) which makes my finger have to do a lot more work. um, Here we are. On this day here, we September 16th, you finally get the relief where it is no longer on Saturn. And then it starts to apply directly. And uh, by the time we get to September 19th, it's making the trine. So there you have the activation. So if you're thinking about doing anything like uh, looking for a promotion or you're looking to expand and maybe do some other kind of work or add more work to your load, whatever it is that you're looking to do, this is your time frame. Be prepared Hmm. to move forward at this point in time. Right, right, right. And what about relationships, friendships? I got to tell you, that's also a grand trine activation in your chart when it hits this 20 degrees. And that happens once every 12 years. So you might want to think back 12 years ago, what happened? Um, Because that's a grand trine. And that means there's a doorway for work. And there could also be a doorway for other things because it involves Venus. But it's mostly money is what it seems to be more about. But relationships, let's take a look and see if there's any activation here that might help with. We need activation of Mars or we need Mars to get involved. Let's see. Your natal Mars is four degrees of Gemini. No help there. Uh, Your progressed Venus is already passed. No help there. Um, Your progressed Mars, though, is at 15. You should have had a connection. You could still have a connection with someone. Um... I would, if you haven't, and I don't know if you've been going out or looking or doing anything along those lines, but with your progressed Mars at 15 degrees and your Venus at 20, Venus in the sky moves very rapidly, so you really got to catch it. Ooh, and it goes retrograde this year. Sugar tomato sauce. That is no help to you. Um, hmm. I was hoping we could get get to that good point. <laughs> it isn't, isn't going to happen. Not as soon yeah, as I, I hope. I'm yeah. looking too. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm not getting that, I, but I'm going to like and go forward again. And I'll give you that date. What, what I'm seeing at. while she's trying to find the date, what I'm seeing is that this is a it's it's a very important time for you to really work on yourself inside. And mm-hmm. once there is a greater understanding and awareness of your connection to the spirit within, that changes the magnetism that you radiate, and it draws in 
other people who are like-minded because it feels to me like you haven't met anybody that, that among other things is an intellectual equal yet. So, I mean, it doesn't mean you won't have fun. It doesn't mean you won't have all sorts of fun. And if you have it, just scratch them. But when you're, we're talking, when we're talking soulmate, which I think you're talking, that isn't for a while yet, but it doesn't mean you can't have fun between now and then. Does that make sense? Right. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this point in time that I have moved everything forward towards uh, appears to be December 21st, 2018, and a little bit after that. And it activates your progressed Saturn, which is 15 degrees. So your progressed Saturn and your progressed Mars are basically in a trine. Except that progressed Saturn is retrograde, and you, and that's the result of being born with it retrograde. It will not turn around. But nonetheless, I think that Venus on top might bring a little activation in. So this, I mean, that's Christmas time. Go to some parties. Go to go out. Venus likes to socialize, and Saturn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to push yourself because, like I said, Saturn does not. <laughs> but <laughs> a doorway there. That's the soonest doorway I see where there may be some opportunity but it's fleeting it's fleeting it's not uh, a super stable will be there a long time and I could be guaranteed uh, unfortunately I don't have any real guarantees on that um, I'd say that uh, when Jupiter and Jupiter of course is in Sag but it's going into Capricorn and that is not going to be any help uh, that's a struggle uh, then it will go into Aquarius, and that won't be any help. Actually, it will be at the very beginning. When it first goes into Aquarius, uh, that first, uh, about the third week or fourth week, uh, there's opportunity there, and I would pay attention to that. And then it will go another sign, and when it goes into Pisces, there you are. That's where you want to be. Um, so that's a few years down the road. Jupiter travels through a sign approximately once each year. Got it? All right. That's very interesting. Wow. (laughs) That's a wealth of information right there. (laughs) Okay. Well, you can go online to see when when Jupiter gets into that uh, that sign. Uh, You can go look when it first gets into Capricorn, and then you can go look to see when it's actually going to get into uh, Aquarius and then Pisces. So, uh, it will be helpful to you. And if not, you can yeah. always email me and ask me to look it up. And it might take oh. me a little bit, but I'll do it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for your insights. It's great. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for calling, you Sharon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, it, it really is hard when, you know, you want to say, oh, yeah, Prince Charming is around the corner. And... um <laughs> I can't do it. You know, no, no, but you know those times when there's not the 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 match, the mate, the whatever. Those are important times for us to try try things out, and you know we'll get people sent to us that'll be like training wheels. So it's a really important time to to learn better communication skills, to understand how to establish boundaries. I mean, it's a it's a great time to to try out stuff and see what works and what doesn't work for you. So um, it, it means that when you do 
meet that person who is really special that you're you're prepared and you've honed your talents and skills so a relationship can be even deeper and more wonderful so it's it's a cool time I agree with you. I think the key is though to realize that it's a period of time, yeah. and the doorway does open unfortunately. Sometimes, because the time can be so long, like in this case, I think it was it's basically a three-and-a-half-year route, uh, it can feel like such a long dry spell that you just kind of feel like giving up hope. But yeah, but it, it doesn't it, have to be dry. You know, you can have snacks well, I know, in between. Well, it's not getting the match you want. <laughs> it yeah. can feel dry, depending <laughs> on how your outlook okay. is. That's true. That's true. Okay, we've got we've got Anne on the line here. Hi, Anne. Hi, hi. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call. Our you pleasure. bet. When's your birthday? Um, August thirtieth, nineteen seventy-three. August thirtieth, nineteen seventy-three. You're the most quiet. Oh, that's because you're Virgo. <laughs> as soon as I see August, I think Virgo, but then I realize. <laughs> No, no, that's Virgo. Okay, that fits. All right, what, what time were you born? Uh, 2.25 p.m. 2.25 p.m. Got New York, it. And New where were you City? Yes. What I city? didn't hear you. Which city? Yes, New York City. New York, New York. Oh, Manhattan. Okay, here we go. Yes. This is an odd night, is it not? We're getting yeah. a lot of New York. Yeah. Okay. I guess the ladies, we need help. New York is listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of them have probably moved way away from New York, but nonetheless, we've got a lot of people born. So what is it that you are questioning so I don't just talk? Because I'm good at um, that. Well, I am curious about two things. I know that, you know, my ascendant, I mean, I'm going to have a Jupiter, well, Jupiter's going to be over my ascendant, but how will that play out regarding my love life? Um, That really doesn't really affect the love life all that much. (laughs) Going over the ascendant, (laughs) uh, what it does is it, it can affect your body if you're not careful and it can make you larger. Is Jupiter uh, yeah. make us feel good? <laughs> make us eat more. Um, yeah, it can make us uh, more indulgent. So uh, you just have to be careful of that while it goes over your ascendant. But the great thing is, it makes you feel good. So that's a good thing. Um, but um, if you're looking uh, for love, or you're looking for money, or both, um, Jupiter is always a wonderful gift. When it's in Sag, in the very beginning of Sag, it's going to activate your midheaven. So there may be some opportunity in terms of career. Uh, It is going to activate Pluto, who is at your midheaven, and that's crazy. So let me ask you this quick question. Are you still living in your Pluto line? You've moved away, haven't you? Um, You don't live in Manhattan, do you? I do. You do? Wowie gizowie. I you are. I live in Manhattan. Yeah. It's you are one. But, um, you are a strong lady under your Pluto line. Um, that is not an easy experience. 
God bless you. To say the least. Yeah. Um, <laughs> most astrologers would have told you, move. <laughs> go west. Get your son at the midheaven. All you have to do is go west. You don't even have to go that far west, and you could get your son at the midheaven. Um, and that's what I would have certainly recommended to you. Pluto at the midheaven can make your life such that um, it, it's always intense. It can be intense. And uh, and it can also make you have um, experiences in career where you have a great career going for so many, t- maybe two years, maybe three years, and then everything changes. And then you have a great career going for two to three years, and then everything changes. It does not allow you to just stay in one zone consistently. You will have transformation continuously while it's at while you are living in that Pluto line. So that is not easy. But it can put you in very powerful positions. So uh, if that's part of uh, your signature of what you want, and your moon is in this house, but your moon really speaks to who you are in that it's in Libra, and so and you have a midheaven of Libra. So you're a person who does really... Um, you're a good communicator. You're someone who likes to bring people together and bring things into balance. Uh, and you are a person who can take down some of that explosiveness in others. So you're you're an amazing lady. Uh, as I look at this chart, oh, but still, I would say move west. <laughs> Um, okay, so now I can't remember what the question where we started. I do see that you're, you have Jupiter right on your progressed Mercury. So this is a great time for you to put any kind of energy into your dream state meditation, information coming from uh, your intuitive state, uh, as far as where you want to go and what you want to manifest in the future. This is, your, this is a great time frame, and certainly as Jupiter turns around and goes forward, uh, because right now it's in retrograde, it's going to do that. It's going to hit it directly, and uh, as it does, that uh, is a good time for you to be uh, taking the time to really put your attention on what you want to manifest. So I'm going to give you that date because I these do not happen often. Matter of fact, this will okay long time before it happens again. Um, it will be a minimum of 12 years. It will be a little more than 12 years before this happens again. So your time frame, August 12th, August 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, those are the days. Got it? I got it. I got it. Um, really important and very rare that such a combination is happening so take advantage of it. When I see things like that in my chart, I make sure, and that activates, that activation is activating your part of fortune at the very same time. Wowie gizowie. What do you want for yourself is the statement with the part of fortune. What structure do you want to create? What security for your old age? What is it that you want for you, for the distance, for the distance? So it's activating that, and it's saying we have good luck with all of this. So take the time, pick pick one of those days and say, this is my day for me. I'm going to focus on manifesting and maybe make a vision board. Do something for yourself that creates what you want. And think about moving west, not far west, just west. You probably have to go, eh, I don't think you even have to go as far as Chicago. I think, you know, somewhere between... 
New York, probably just Pennsylvania. You probably don't have to go New too Jersey? far to walk the. No, that's the wrong direction. New Jersey wrong is east. Yeah. <laughs> you have to I go know. west. Actually, you could go east, and there could be part of you saying, well, if I just go east, and you're right. If you go east, you can bring your Venus and your moon to the midheaven. Uh, Pluto will still, though, be applying to the midheaven. You'll take some of the pressure off, some of the sharpness off, but it will still be active. You're just kind of pushing it away a little. If you go as far west as to get the midheaven, get your sun at the midheaven, then you will have pushed Pluto further into the 10th house, still have all the power uh, and prestige that Pluto can give you in your career. But putting the sun at the midheaven, it's just such a relief. It gives you such a break from all of this. Yeah. I know. I've lived <laughs> in my Pluto line. I know exactly what that experience is. And we, our charts have something similar in that my sun and my Pluto are not terribly far apart, although mine are reversed. But um, mm. it's interesting. Um, so well, you have to watch. The, sun, the sun's power can go 150 miles in either direction. So when we put it at the midheaven, mm. we've got a, a, a big span of, of energy. And if you're in your Pluto line, you're still getting some of this sun power because your sun is not so terribly far away. Hi. And that's what's Pardon sustained you, but uh, I would recommend so, going west. You know, you can always connect. Go west. <clears throat> yeah. So what about the love life? If you ever want me to do a reload chart for you, connect with me. I, I even do them just the report can be helpful. And they're like 30 bucks. Mm. They're cheap. Okay. Michelle, we got to move. We got to move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what oh, we're talking man. about. <laughs> anyway, okay. good luck to you. Um, living in your Pluto line is not its not easy. Uh, yeah. I, I figure <laughs> that it's a lot of betrayal also. Yeah, yeah. I get into the rest of what Pluto was doing in that chart. I'm sure there's a lot more to be said. Well, thanks for calling in. <laughs> Um, just, just, just for for uh, people's, it's a good time now. We're in the middle here. Um, if they want to get a hold of you to to get a reading, to ask a question, to get a chart done, where do they contact you? Um, they can pick up the phone and call, or they can write email. Um, my phone number is five four one nine hundred ten eighty four one zero eight four. Or um, you can write to me, Astrology and More. Just write that all out, A-S-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y-A-N-D-M-O-R-E at gmail.com. And you can also find me online where the information will also be online if you just go to my michellevanti.com, spell it with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-V-A-N-T as in Tom, I.com. Okay, I'm sure you will you will you will have many people lining up. Um, we've got Ellen on the line here. Hi, Ellen. How's it going? Terrific. Thank you, Barbara. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Ellen. What can we do for you? What's your birthday? It's May 26, 
1956. Happy Another birthday. New Yorker. I was born in Brooklyn, New York at 3.30 p.m. Brooklyn, 3.30 p.m.? <clears throat> Oops, Brooklyn. No. You know what? Brooklyn Hospital is just fine. Thank you. I'm talking to my computer. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's asking me which place in Brooklyn did I want to put you. <laughs> Tonight, it's talking to me. What can I tell you? You said 3.30 p.m., right? Yes. And happy birthday to you. This is another Thank birthday you. lady. Just had her yes. birthday. And May 26th, that's a Gemini. Yeah. And, uh, boy, that's the day right between my two brothers' birthdays. One's born on oh. the 25th and the other's born on the 27th. And that's the day I had my confirmation a century ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, what do you want us to look at? Too much information, I know. <laughs> well, you know, actually, I was just so impressed by whatever you picked out. Um, I... <laughs> Just yeah, it's spin the chart and see what pops out. <laughs> uh, I think I'll just look at it. <laughs> Spinning might be too much for me. Uh, let's see. Well, you have Pluto uh, traveling through your fourth house, and uh, anytime we have Pluto anywhere, we have to just kind of say, okay, what's it activating? What's it doing? And uh, it's not. Doesn't look like it's actually hitting anybody directly, although it's going to activate your. Jupiter here down the road when it turns around and goes forward. Uh, and I'll talk about that in just a second. Let me just see if I see anything else. That I'm, it's also going to activate progressed Mars. Ooh, your progressed Mars right now is 2222. That is a master number, a double master number. So there's something here that you are asking spirit to focus or spirit's asking you to focus your energy on. And it's a progressed Mars in Pisces. You were born with Mars in Aquarius. Mars mm-hmm. in Aquarius is outgoing, especially in the fifth house. It's like out and about, lots of friends, good friends, good ability to make friends, and you know how to get out there and connect. That is a, a very conversational Mars. The energy goes into conversation. It goes into ideas and trying to understand the world and how it works and other people and how they work and so forth and so on but you could be a queen of networking. And uh, to have your current progressed Mars at 2222 in the workplace and in the house of health, to have Pisces on this cusp, and to have Neptune in that house right now, hooshy-mooshy. Whenever I see Pisces on the sixth house cusp, the first thing I will say to you is, uh, whenever you get any kind of diagnosis, make sure you get an extra diagnosis because the diagnoses that you get are not always accurate. So you want to really kind of pay attention to that. So to have Mars and Pisces at 2222, uh, there is a statement here that I need to put more emphasis in uh, understanding uh, health. How do I how do I achieve health? Perhaps through an intuitive process. Uh, How can I be creative in terms of food? How can I be creative in terms of making my body healthier? There is a creative aspect to Pisces. Uh, You have to be wary of any kind of drugs. Pisces on this cusp, and now you have Neptune in this house, be very weary of drugs in that you could be a person who may find yourself taking drugs and finding that 
They don't work for you the way they work for other people. So you want to kind of pay attention to that. And even as we are on this phone with a 2222, your moon progressed as a 29 Pisces, the critical number of 29. So there's a whole lot of energy being focused here and has been for a while in the house of health. This is also the house of the workplace. So if it's not applying to your issues of health, and a lot of the time it applies to both, uh, then look at the workplace for this because Neptune having entered this house, there can be confusion, there could be misunderstandings, there could be outright lies, uh, storytelling, or whatever, uh, in the house in, in the area of your workplace. Now, is it affecting you at 16 degrees right now? I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. Is giving it to you as direct as it will be. <laughs> it's going to get more direct. Uh, it, it activated when it hit eight degrees, and it gave you some challenges that came out of the past. And whether you realized they were out of the past or not, I don't know. But it's a statement of gossip out of the past, uh, which is a very strange statement. But nonetheless, um, that is what it said. And that was a little while ago. That uh, Neptune does not move rapidly, so it's at least a year ago. At any rate, as Neptune continues to move forward, it will activate your Mars. And when it does, that's when uh, you really have to be up to speed. So make sure that when you're in the workplace that you kind of pinch yourself and make yourself awake. Mars and Pisces can be somnambulant. You could do everything automatically and not be awake. And so you don't notice what others are saying. You need to be a little more awake. And if you are not good at being awake, then find a primary friend, someone who you really trust, and help them help you to see what's happening. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I actually think that's going on already. And I just yeah. thought it was my imagination. So it's, it's not. not. Not your imagination, no, sir, no, ma'am, no, Mm-mm. not. And so you just need to pay attention, though. And even that's why I always say a second opinion. Pisces, Pisces can live in their own creative world, but unfortunately, when it comes to reality checks, they need some help. And so it's better to have someone you really trust give you their opinion and then take a look at it. So you also have Chiron traveling through this house right now. (laughs) Why not? Let's go ahead and add a little more in the soup. And, of course, Chiron travels retrograde, so it's on its way to hitting your progressed moon. And um, it will do that here probably in the next four months, six months, somewhere in there. At any rate... Chiron is where we're most wounded, and as a result of the wound, we have to learn to heal ourselves. And right now it's in Aries, but it will come into Pisces. And uh, when it's in Pisces, it will become active in this in this area of your life. So you'll have to ask yourself, where am I being most wounded? And it is through, uh, it can be through, um, I, I hate to put it this way because it sounds terrible, but uh, it can be because you are so compassionate and kind. Uh, Pisces is also known as the mark, the one who will be naive and will uh, be abused because of their naivete or their kindness. 
kind-hearted and compassionate people sometimes become the targets of others. So you want to kind of pay attention. We can continue to be compassionate and kind, but we also need to wake up and be aware. Sometimes people are trying to use us, and we need to recognize that and then ask our own inner self for guidance as to how to work with that. It doesn't mean you need to go on the attack, but it does mean you need to stay out of any zone of fear and stay in integrity. Do you follow? Yes, yes. Um, uh, this is kind of stuff I've been thinking about today particularly, um, and it's good to know it's going on in my chart because I was just wondering whether I'm overreacting and just making a mountain out of a molehill. And no, maybe I not think so. Maybe not. I don't think so. And when we look further on, the south node is getting ready to activate. Uh, it has just activated uh, Chiron in your chart. So there's the rest of the story. Where have you been most wounded? And wow, your Chiron is in Aquarius, and it is in the very tail end of the fourth house. So the statement is that your own uh, family or your own mother or a friend under your own roof has hurt you in some way and hurt you emotionally through their words and possibly through a misunderstanding or they said something that you misunderstood or they said it and you thought it was fine but you didn't understand. There's a lot of ways you can put those words together, work with it, you'll figure it out. But um, uh, the fact that the South Node is also activating these uh, is indicative that whatever is happening at work is probably a replication of what happened at home because Spirit is trying to get you to wake up and realize that you have the ability to stand up to these things and not have to take them in a feeling of being abused. So just think about it and remember stand on your own integrity. I'm going to tell you a story from my own life um, because I think it's helpful at this moment. Years ago I had a business partner and he was my printer. Uh, I had an advertising agency. Uh, My background is graphic arts and fine arts. And so Uh, I knew intuitively that he was not fulfilling his part of the agreement that we had. He was supposed to deliver the tabloids, and he was supposed to be putting out a certain number of them all over the county. And I knew intuitively he was not doing that, but I could not prove that. And I asked the spiritual beings, please, show me. Show me. Bring this to the surface because I can't deal with this. And you can't accuse somebody when you have no proof. Right. it came to December, and I always had everyone sign off on everything because that's how you do business. And uh, and he came in, and he uh, had printed up something, and he had taken it over to our clients. And the clients called me on the phone, and he was standing there. And they said, did we sign off on this? He says we signed off on this. I said, um, let me look. And I looked. I says, no, you have not signed off on it. And they said, well, Wayne printed it. And I said, well, we're going to have to eat it then. And so he came back and he stormed in and he was so angry. He said, why did you tell them they signed off? I said, because they didn't. And that was when I was able to say, 
we can now break this up formally. And that's what we did. We broke it up. And I told him, you take anything you want. I'll take anything that's left. We'll just split it. And he just took the printing. I took the advertising, and we split. A few months later, I was out with some of my, one of my advertising clients, and he said, do you know what Wayne is saying about you? And I yeah. said, you know, I don't listen to gossip. I have no idea. And he said, well, he's saying that you stole all his clients. <laughs> and I just looked at him, and I smiled, and I said, well, you know Wayne, and you know me. What do you think? Yeah. And you know what he said? He said, everybody knows Wayne's a liar. I said, so there you have it. That's good enough. Stand your ground. You don't have to attack anyone. Stand your ground and know as long as you keep to your integrity, you are doing what your chart is asking you to do. And you have everything you need to do that inside of you. Cool stuff. We we have to move on, though. I I want to say thank you to both of you, um, and thank you for covering that particular topic. As I said, it was on my mind today. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Thanks, Ellen, for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. We have Alexandria on the phone. Hi. 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 What's your date of birth, Alexandria? I'm another birthday person. I just had my I just had my birthday May thirty first, nineteen eighty five. Wowie, wowie! This is a fascinating night. Nineteen eighty five, said right. And what time were you born? Nineteen eighty five, and I was born at one forty p.m. One forty p.m. and where? Springfield, Massachusetts. I didn't catch the city. Springfield. 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 Yep. Yeah, this yep. connection, I don't know why tonight I'm not hearing people real clearly. But Springfield, Massachusetts. Boy, this is a northeastern weekend. It oh, certainly is. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a look. And what did you have in mind that you might want me to look at? Career and education. Career and education, is that what you said? Yeah. Yes, please. Got it. Okay, well, let's take a look. You know, you were born. Are you living where you close to Massachusetts still or in Massachusetts? I feel like you probably are. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Stay there. You, you've got a great chart for where you are. Um, your son is right at the midheaven here, and Mars is in the in the house of career. So, you know, you've got a great opportunity to be very successful where you live, where you were born. Okay. doesn't happen mm-hmm. for everybody. Uh, and Jupiter in your chart is right now trying to the sun, of course, but uh, it's applying uh, to your midheaven. And it's actually applying to the sweet spot between your midheaven and your sun. So you should have opportunity to be successful every time you have activation. So let's take a look and see if you have activation. (laughs) You you are going uh, when uh, Jupiter gets to, um, where where is she? Oh, there she is. Yeah. When it gets into Sag, it's going to be helpful. Um, Even though it will be in opposition to your midheaven, it will be activating your natal Jupiter. So a year from now, basically, a little less than a year from now, 
uh, it will be in a great position. To Right now it's making a square to Jupiter, so you may find certain challenges going on. It's also on top of your south node. So Jupiter's working to teach you something. The south node is in your house of values and how you spend your money, and uh, it's in Scorpio even though you have Libra on this cusp. So it makes it a little complicated, but I'll explain that. Uh, mm-hmm. South Node says, I come in with the talents of uh, someone who understands power, someone who understands how to be in control without being overtly in control. And uh, and I understand the value of power. And coming through Libra, it says, but I must value being fair, not just to be powerful, but to be fair and powerful to use my mm-hmm. power in balance and fairness, to mediate two parts so that we have balance between people. And uh, I think that is a huge statement for you in helping you maybe see or understand what it is you're going to do in terms of making money and your career in this lifetime, uh, if you aren't already fully aware of that. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jupiter on top of that south node is basically uh, expanding all of those possibilities. It's saying we need to integrate all this past life power. We need to expand our knowledge, and as we expand our knowledge, it will integrate. So hopefully that's what you're doing now, and that's probably why you asked about education. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Right now, Jupiter is in a trying to that sweet spot, um, uh, it's actually not in trying to in a quincunx to that sweet spot between the sun and the midheaven, which means that right now you've been going back and forth, should I, shouldn't I, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. Take a deep breath and recognize that what you're really asking yourself to do is to go a step beyond where you've been and then lay out the steps and go forward because mm-hmm. you are being asked to get to go beyond, to go a step beyond, to be bigger in your knowledge. So that's what you need to pay attention to at this time. Um, let's see here. And opportunities in terms of uh, where where is this all going to take you. Right now, Saturn's in retrograde. It's going through your fourth house. You're not going to move around. Uh, when Saturn's in this house, we don't move. We kind of get our roots in and stay there. But... Uh, as it starts to move forward again, when it gets into, um, see how far we have to, we, well, it's, it takes about two and a half years for Saturn to go through a sign, and it's only at seven degrees now. So it's another year and a half before it's going to get uh, to your fifth house cusp. But when it hits uh, in that zone, it's going to start activating uh, your ability to, um Set a structure that is going to allow you to climb the ladder you're looking to climb. It's not going to give you everything you want then, but it's going to allow you to create the structure necessary to do it. And then, two and a half years later, it's going to give you the opportunity to really not just graduate, but to get the diploma or the promotion or Um, whatever it is you need to put on your wall that says, I am now, I've now made it to a secure space. Hmm. So that's happening. In the meantime, of course, Jupiter will be moving along because that's, what did I tell you? That's, I said, a year and a half and then another two and a half from there. So 
that's uh, three, four years, about four years away. So Jupiter will have gone from uh, Scorpio, uh, well, Sag, it'll go through Sag, Capricorn, Aquarius, and it'll be on its way to Pisces. But <clears throat> once Jupiter is in Aquarius, it is going to open every doorway you could possibly want. <clears throat> At 10 degrees of Aquarius, it will open every door for you. So I'm just going to go forward to tell you when that's going to be, and it may be that with the retrograde, it might even do it more than once. So hmm. it's kind of interesting how that happens. Stop, stop, no computer, don't do that. Well, about a year and a half, I should be getting my doctoral degree. So I'm okay. working on my dissertation right now. So December of 2018, I'll have my doctoral degree completed. All right. Well, <laughs> you're on the road. There's no question about it because it's all you're <laughs> filling what it is you you committed yourself to fulfill, and that to me is always you know exciting to see. So here here is. Um, uh, that's June 4th, 2021. It's already in Pisces, so it's going to be the year before that. It will be in 2020, which is not far away. It's two years. Isn't that what you said when you would have your doctoral? <laughs> that's 2019, yeah. December 2019 is when I would have my doctoral degree. Okay. So here, this is... Mm, your Your doorways just start opening. Here it is at 11, and it's even the month before that. Well, somewhere between there. It's it's 2021. You have got a doorway that opens the beginning of the year, somewhere between January and February of 2021. You're going to have a doorway, an opportunity to get something that really makes you happy. That is like the success you've been aiming for, the goal you want, that will help you to do the healing that you want to do, not just for yourself, but for, um, and I don't know if you're doing anything legal, this is a house that's legal, but uh, it can have to do with something legal, it can have to do with paperwork or contracts or agreements, it could have to do with a lot of things, it could be teaching as well, but um, yeah, teaching feels too heavy to me. Teach, probably teaching. I'm, my doctoral degree is in higher education. My goal after I get my doctoral degree or sometimes soon is to um, work at a college and possibly run a college. Yeah, I could see that. I could see more of the running of the college. Um, and you will probably end up doing that. Whether you do it in this zone at 2021 or it takes another round, uh, you've got what's happening with Jupiter here is it's on the rise in your chart. So here at this point uh, in 2021, you have the doorway at the beginning of the year that can give you something that is a super piece of success. <clears throat> and then what will happen is uh, two years later, it will go into Aries and it will make the sextile to your midheaven and another opportunity or doorway opens up for you. And then two years later, it will be at the midheaven, and still another pinnacle happens for you. So cool. when Jupiter is rising, you are in the zone. And by the time it finishes rising, if you've been doing your homework, and you have, because I can tell that by what Saturn is telling me, 
so then when it's starting to set, you don't have any problems with it setting at all. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> on on that, we need to move on. All right. Thank then. you. You take your care and wish you every blessing. I'm so glad you called. Uh I I I just feel you're going to do some wonderful things. You've got a huge background. Correct. And I'm thank not, you so much. I appreciate it. I'm you're I'm not welcome. talking about your see, I'm talking about your background that you came in with as soul. It's huge. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so cool. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay. Let me see here. Things jumped around on my switchboard, so I have to hunt out the next one. Okay, we got Karen. Hi, Karen. You're on with Michelle. Hello. Hi, Hello. Karen. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Barbara. Hi, Michelle. Hey. I'm and your day of birth is? No, I'm not June. I'm, I'm going to be November 11, November. 1950. I didn't catch it. November 10th, did you say? <clears throat> November the 11th. <clears throat> oh, November 11th, 1950? Yes. <clears throat> and what, time. what time were you born? 1141. 1141 a.m. or p.m.? A.m. And location? Odessa, oh. Texas. Odessa, Texas. Oh, that. I'm, I'm an outlier for tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We needed somebody from the West. I'm from the West. Of course, I was born in the East. <laughs> Just brings up that old Bob Hope movie. Okie dokie. <laughs> All right. Animated Charmio, we're here. Now, what would you like us to look at? <clears throat> I guess in general, if you're something that starts out, I've had all of the above questions that you've looked at tonight. I'm, I'm nope. in an unusual situation. I'm not at my home for a long time now. I'm mm. helping my parents, and <clears throat> that's that's my wish. And um, but I don't know what will come later. And yeah, you, you, Pluto oh. is going over your ascendant, so life is transformative for you. You feel like who you are is being transformed, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, this brings up all the issues of death, dying, birth, rebirth, uh, old age, security, all of that comes to the surface and makes you think about all of that. And uh, Pluto is uh, active in your chart when it turns around. It will be really active. But it's it's active right now on your Chiron, uh, which is interesting. Chiron, for you, it's in the 11th house. When you were born, it was in the 11th house. It's a house of wishes and dreams. It's what we hope for, what we want, what we desire. And uh, you were born with the moon in that house, so you truly do have a certain desire. And there's a statement here, it's in Sag, it's a desire to have knowledge, it's a desire to go beyond where you've been, it's a desire to travel and explore and all the possibilities of the universe and this planet and so forth. Uh, there is a desire to know more, know more, uh, than your natal culture or your neighborhood. Um, and Chiron says uh, that where you have been most wounded has been in this area of uh, wishing for something and exploring, and in some fashion your exploration <clears throat> got you wounded. Sometimes it's all we, very accurate. 
Yeah, sometimes uh, that kind of wound uh, can be something that uh, we really do have to work out in a different way. Pluto right now is activating that Chiron, and it is activating it in a stressful way. So your obligations to be where you are are causing you not to have the freedom uh, to explore the possibilities the way that you have. It's also probably bringing back uh, an awareness of how you have been uh, hurt or injured in your desires to learn and to go beyond where you've been. So all of that seems to be pushing you to transform. And how you transform, of course, will be your own choice. So that seems to be very, very active right now. Let's see what else is going on. Where? Oh, okay. And Saturn, Saturn has, uh, right now, is facing your Mars in the 12th house. And Saturn in the 12th house is, it could be uh, digging up some things. Uh, 12th house is past lives. And Saturn actually says, where we've repressed stuff, I will see if I can activate something. And it did. It activated <laughs> Uh, a little while back, and now it's going retrograde and it's going to activate again. And uh, it, activating the Mercury progressed, and your Mars says it, it makes you think about uh, security and what you were taught about security. It makes you think about old age and what you were taught about old age. And, and the Mars aspect says, it, it says, where I have probably injured myself the most, where I have sabotaged myself the most, is where I have taken action and either torn down things that were built or taken action to build something that I shouldn't have. Uh, but more likely it's tearing them down with it being in the 12th house. Um, sometimes um, <clears throat> the old-fashioned values or the old-fashioned way of doing things uh, we we can sabotage ourselves by looking at them as old-fashioned and not seeing their value. Um, so there's something there that you're working out at this point in time and coming to a new realization about what is valuable about these things uh, that in the past you may have talked about but never maybe taken the time to really... Uh, value. Instead, you kind of sabotage yourself in the way that you looked at them. And that might even be, you know, taking action for security and, and that you didn't set things up as securely as maybe you should have. Uh, your parents may have told you you've got to save, 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 and and you ha may have said, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do it your way. So there's something here in all of this, and hopefully you're figuring it out as I'm telling you what I'm seeing. And, uh, yeah, you have Jupiter. You were born with Jupiter in the second house, and uh, right now Neptune is traveling through this house. But Jupiter in the second can make a very big-hearted individual, and you have it in, in Pisces, and you have Aquarius on this house cusp. So you're more likely to give away your money uh, because you're compassionate about someone else's needs, especially if they're your friend. And so uh, this comes back to valuing friendship and valuing the needs of others, perhaps over your own, and learning now that uh, we need to change that. We need it, It's good to have that, but you have to do it within reason. Does this make sense to you? Are you following me? Absolutely. Yes, I am. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, you're more... Anything about... 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. What What did you want to? I was just wondering. You talked about places that were ideal for living for people. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I did. Uh, your son, your son is pretty close. It's not, it's not near the midheaven. You need to go a little east to get it to the midheaven. I'm trying to think where Odessa, Texas is. Where are you now, though? Where are you living now? Well, that's, that's not my home, but I've been here for. But over I knew a it year. wasn't. Feel that when I asked the question. <laughs> so where are <laughs> you? That, are you east or west? I actually am there. I actually, that's actually where I am. Uh-huh. Um, but I actually live. Uh, east of here, about 300 miles. Yeah, yeah, that's that's good, because you need to go east. To get your son to the midheaven, you need to go east. And 300 miles probably, let me see here, that's probably pretty pretty close to taking it to the right place. Uh, you know, I don't have that quite figured out by just looking at a wheel. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's probably not, not unreasonable, 300 miles. And, Remember, the sun can reach 150, so I'd say 300 probably gets you there. And uh, so you you pick the right direction, no question about it. And uh, by going east, uh, you get your Mercury up there and you also get your Venus up there. So they're on both sides of the sun. And it also takes your moon closer to your, uh, into your probably into your 10th house. So <clears throat> can have you... Uh, do the kind of work that might might be fulfilling for your emotions, emotionally fulfilling, whether it is that you're teaching or that you're working in a space where there is teaching or you're working in a space that allows for travel, something along those lines would fulfill your moon's needs. And uh, uh, your sun is in Scorpio, of course, and you have Scorpio at the midheaven, and that tells us about a career. And Scorpio was it can be a lot of things in a career. There's a whole heck of a lot of things. You have uh, on the other work types of cusps, you have air signs, you have Aquarius, and you have Gemini. So your communication skills have to be good, despite the fact that your Venus, I mean your Mercury is in Scorpio, uh, highly intuitive Mercury, but not necessarily one that speaks out. So... Uh, the kind of position for you would be something that is a powerful position, but it's something more behind the scenes than out front. Mm -hmm. And uh, that fits you much more comfortably and uh, Mm -hmm. allows you to, when you make a statement, it's a powerful statement. It's not going to be uh, half-baked, as they say. So you have moved in the right direction. There's no question about that. Michelle, I hate to say this. We've got to move on. Oh, Lordy, Thank you I very much. <laughs> okay, Thank I you, hope Lord. I helped somewhat. I, I may have to contact you for a longer reading. Yeah, there's <laughs> probably. Well, Definitely. you take care and you have a lovely night. Thank you both. Thanks for Bye-bye. calling, Karen. Bye-bye. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. I'm glad she got in. She actually contacted me and wanted to know you know, how to get into the show, and 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 she she became a tech, techie enough to be able to call in, which I have to applaud her for. <laughs> uh, I applaud her, too. Yeah, okay. I actually... Go ahead. Uh, no, I, I, you know, I, I I think it's... it's She's doing an amazing job. Um, but we've got Penny here, so let's, let's squeeze Penny in. Okay. Hi, Penny. Hi, how are you? 
So what's your date of birth, Penny? August the 1st, 1972. August 1st, 1972. And your birthday's yet to come. We're not going to say happy birthday yet. We've got another couple of shows before we do. Yes. What right. time were you born? <laughs> what time? I was born at 6.20 a.m. 6.20 a.m. And location? London, England. London, UK. Okie yep. dokie. All righty then. You don't have any accent. They must have brought you right over here, huh? <laughs> yeah, I've been over here for like uh, 35 years or so. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you probably have some of some kind of an accent in there, but I, I can't hear it. This phone is not doing the best tonight at any rate. <laughs> So let's see what it is that you want me to focus on for you. I can see that Pluto is right on top of your node. Mamma mia, that's not always easy. Um, It's in your house of the workplace and your house of health, and that is the part that would concern me the most because it is your house of health. And when we get Pluto in this house and on the nodes at the same time, um, there can be... Uh, surgeries involved or there can be a complete or reconstruction or transformation of uh, the body or the health plan, hopefully it's the health plan, in order to um, <clears throat> make up for the genetics. The north node can bring in and the south node can bring in genetics from the family. So, <clears throat> And this uh, in Capricorn can have to do with bones or bone marrow or something to do with bones. It could have to do with teeth and skin as well because Capricorn rules those as well. So uh, let me just see if there's any hard aspects going on. And uh, and I do see a square to the moon. So uh, it's not there yet. It's not fully formed yet, but uh, it will come. And that challenge can be a challenge to genetics from your mother. um, And it can have to do... uh, the moon is in Aries, so it can have to do something connected to your head. <coughs> so it could be skin on the head. I don't know. Um, but um, that challenge, is there anything active right now that I am unaware of? There's also a trine, uh, another, excuse me, not a trine, but a quincunx to Mars and to Mercury so communication skills, uh, bones again, the backbone, the spinal cord, um, and Mars can have to do with uh, energy levels as well as communication skills with Mercury. So, And that can cause a person to go back and forth. Am I doing the right thing? Am I not doing the right thing? And it causes stress because one is uncertain as to what is happening. Now, all of that could be applied to the workplace, and if it's coming through the workplace, so much the better. But once it hits that uh, 24 to 25 degrees, which is a few years down the road, it's not there yet, um, that could become a physical challenge. So let me ask you, how are you doing? Um, You mean health-wise? Yeah. Uh, I'm okay, I guess. Um, Um. I've noticed that uh, I don't know, I've gained some weight, and I think it might be uh, hormone related. Um, yeah, yeah, more can do with that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would, I would recommend that you, you know, 
get a checkup and stay up on top of whatever you need to do health-wise because, like I said, Pluto isn't there yet. It's Right now it's in retrograde, and it's it's not near that 24-degree mark. But if you can figure out what's going on in your body now and work on it, then by the time it hits the 24-degree mark, it will not have any repercussions. We minimize it and uh, can can really make it a less less of an issue or a concern at all. So that is what I would highly recommend. Um, and you're looking at uh, it will be at 24 degrees <clears throat> uh, in 2020. And uh, so you know you've got some time to consider. <clears throat> what spirit is pointing at here. And I don't ever want to frighten anybody with stuff because it could be, you know, it could be something that's very simple. You could say, you know what, I want a, you know, a facelift. That's your head, that's your skin, <clears throat> and that's Pluto. So it could be that simple. But nonetheless, when I see something, I like to bring it up because what if it is something more than what I'm just in this five-minute experience that I'm doing on the radio, uh, I would be uh, not, I would not be taking what I do seriously or your life seriously if I didn't point it out, okay? Okay. So please go get a check, have them check things out. And and the areas that you're looking at, uh, backbone, spinal cord, nervous system, consider your energy level and uh, your bones and skin and that's the majority of it that it's going to be somewhere in that zone okay 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 all right you may want me to look at something else but that stood out like a sore thumb so i had to speak um finances and uh, relationships is what i was interested in (laughs) of course (laughs) All righty. Well, let's take a look here. You don't really have anybody traveling through your second house, and but your fifth house right now, you have um, Mars going through it. You were, you have Jupiter in that house at 29 degrees. It was retrograde when you were born. It is now direct, and it hasn't been direct very long. That's kind of exciting. Maybe now you're getting out a little more and making more connections this last year or so. Um, might be two years. <clears throat> That's a very good thing. And uh, let's see here. So it does rule the house that you fall in love. Uh, it rules socializing and connections. And let's see what in the sky, if we've got Jupiter doing anything that will be helpful. Yeah, it's right on top of here. It's uh, applying two degrees to your moon. So this is a good time for you to be connecting. It's possible that you will connect with someone who could be, this is going to sound weird, here we go again, could be someone who is maybe a a distant relative, a distant family or a friend of the family, somebody who's connected in some way to your mother's family. Um, I would take a trip if I were you. Take a trip to your mother's homeland 
and um, see 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 who's there because uh, Jupiter right now is applying to your progressed moon, and your progressed moon is at 16 degrees of Capricorn. So uh, that's a connection that could just turn out to be something. Something that certainly, if nothing else, is going to bring up past lives and help you make a connection to understanding your own needs. What is it that nurtures you? What is it that makes you feel good about you? That's important. You were born with sun here in the 12th house, and um, it is in a high leg to the first. So it does have power in the first as well, which is good. But whenever the sun is in the 12th house, uh, we don't feel wholly ourselves. We don't feel terrific about ourselves. We don't feel like uh, we need to, we, we're a shining star, and we should be. We should be. And especially you with Leo rising, you probably just have this beautiful hair, and you're probably someone who people just see as a shining light, and you don't see yourself as that. So you need to need right. to need to recognize that you you have a lot more to give than you realize. As um, see where your Saturn is natally, because if we can get Jupiter to activate that Saturn, you know your Saturn's 17 Gemini. So <clears throat> right now it's not going to do anything for you, but a year from now, as it's in the next sign, okay, when it's in mm-hmm in uh, Aquarius, when it gets to Aquarius, this is, I'm I'm way years ahead. We're in Sag right now. Why am I years ahead? I went years ahead for you for some reason, and I'm reading a chart years ahead. Yeah, here we go. 2018, that's the year we're in, isn't it? Last time I went. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm very good about years. Okay, so once it gets to Sagittarius, then we're in good shape. Right now, um, it's in Scorpio. So a year from now, it will be in Sag, and it will start activating everything that I just told you I thought it was activating, (laughs) okay? Okay. It will activate your moon, it will activate itself, and you will be on the road to getting to, to a relationship that you want. So your desire to travel somewhere, and it doesn't have to be to your mother's family. It could actually be just to a a land that is a homeland. So it could be your father's homeland, your mother's homeland, your original homeland, whatever. But that's the statement. It's far away. It's not here. It could also be to a university, so I won't eliminate that as a possibility. So if there's some kind of uh, reunion happening next year, go to it because you might just meet someone that you'll fall in love with. There are a lot of statements of possibility of falling in love next year. Okay, sounds good. Very cool. Michelle, we have to move on. I know. Well, you gave her some falling in love. You know, that's pretty cool. And actually, at the same time, that's going to make a trine to your natal moon, which is right in your midheaven. So there is a possibility it will also give you a doorway for a promotion or more money in your life. So, hot dog. Jupiter between the sun... 24 and 29 degrees of Sag. That's your doorway. 24 or 29 degrees of Sag? Between 24 and 29 degrees of Sagittarius. I can't go look now. I have to go forward. The whip is being whipped. 
Yes, you are being whipped. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling, Penny. Yeah. All right, thank you. Here, Penny, good Bye-bye. luck. Thanks. Take a breath, Michelle. <laughs> I need a drink. Okay, a little water, please. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I know I push you hard. And there are like 17 people waiting, but we're not going to obviously get to them tonight. Um, I'm so sorry. Well, I me, uh, me too, but, you know, Block Talk only gives me two hours, so... You know, we we get we get in as many as we can, but um, yeah. you know, I I am so appreciative for all the help you give people, and I know tonight that there were a number of people that called that, you know, are just really on the edge, and you really helped them, and that's that's such a that's one of the reasons why I do the free shows. That's one of the reasons why you know we put it out there, and there is no cost because. There are people that really, really, really are searching, and they don't have a lot of money. And to be able to call into a show like this and get good, compassionate advice and information from someone like you is is such a gift. And I am I am so very grateful that you give of your time and your energy to to be a service like this because it really does mean a lot to a lot a lot of the people that call tonight. I I kind of knew some of their stories, so. Um, that that you were able to give them something to hold on to and to focus towards is amazing. It's just phenomenal. Well, I'm I'm always grateful to be able to do that, and you know I do it because of that. I know everyone cannot afford to pay me to talk with them for an hour, uh-huh. um, and that's why I do this because I I I always pray that what I give to one person, other people will be able to use as well. And I, and I hope that that is true. Um, so, oh, and I'm gosh, yeah. You make the show available because I couldn't do what you do. I have to just do what I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and I think it's really lots of, when somebody says they don't have the time of birth, I throw cards out immediately because I know then I can hit some of their houses that they don't know that are there. So, you know, it does work. And, you know, it's nice to be able to put two cents in here and there. But I I do want to thank you so much for being here the first Monday of every month. Sometimes you go to the wrong place, but you always end up in the right place. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I'm better at it all the time, though. It's that techie thing, isn't it? (laughs) But thank you again. You 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 absolutely you you not only touched the lives of everyone that you talked to, but everyone who listened. And and the cool thing is that you know I take notes all the time because you say things that that I'm not aware of and that that I can you know kind of put in my tool belt and use. So um, you you are of benefit to everyone that listens. And you know the show goes up on YouTube. You know probably tomorrow morning or so. And so, you know, your message gets out there far more than you actually even realize. So thank you so much for being a part of the show. Oh, you're welcome. And, and good night to everyone. I, I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to be of service. Well, I'm very grateful that you're here. So good night, everybody. Good night, Michelle. Thank you for being here. And she'll be back here the first Monday of July. So mark your calendars. Call in early. Take care now and good night.